Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM 95.9. Welcome back. This is My Money and Me. We move on now and we're talking to our business woman on the move. And that's uh, Ria Betswe Mafisa. And she is the CEO and founder of Ease Mobile Spa. Ria Betswe, it's... Oh, okay. We're still getting Ria Betswe on the line. And of course, I said that she is the founder of this mobile spa. It's been operating for seven years and it's been an extremely exciting journey for Ria Betswe. A very good evening to you. Welcome to the show. Have we got you there now? Hello. Hi, can you hear me? I I can can hear hear you. you loud and clear. Thank you so much for your time this evening. No, thank you for having me. It's such an honor. Like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what an opportunity. I am besides myself. Thank you. <laughs> so tell our Afropolitans how you started Ease Mobile Spa. You started seven years ago. Take me through how that got off the ground. Okay. So basically, I would like to take you back to the very beginning, how I was introduced to this industry. So basically, sitting in a school hall, I think this was in the trick, yeah. It was in career day, and there was a lady that came to speak at this career day. And she was telling us about a, a career in massage. And I was very much intrigued, so much so that I actually went to the open day. And then after going to that open day, I started researching and finding out the elements of the industry and what it entails and what they had, because they only offered... Uh, massage therapy. They didn't offer other courses within Mm. the beauty industry. So I did my research, finally found an institution, um, registered myself, uh, got my health and skin care therapy diploma. Uh, Then I worked in the industry for four years. What I liked about this particular institution that I went to is that their accreditation, uh, they offered international qualifications so meaning that uh, your qualifications or your diploma is recognized worldwide which in turn gave me the opportunity to go work on the ships ah. so uh, yes that was during my part of the four years that I was working in the industry before I started my business then in 2014 I decided that uh, you know what enough is enough um, yeah I don't know, something was just not gelling at the time. So I was studying, funny enough, and I decided that I was going to quit my job and continue to study through UNISA. But then I decided... What were you um, studying? I was studying public relations management, funny enough. Okay. <laughs> and, yeah, worlds, I feel like worlds apart from what I was doing to what I was studying. So, um, 2014, uh, an opportunity and a friend suggested, why not? You have the skills, you're sitting at home, you just left your job. I mean, like, your, your, your money is in your hands, you know, you don't need equipment, there's not much that you need, basically. And then I thought about it and I was like, yeah, why not? You know? So mm-hmm. then that's how the business came about. And then, yeah, 2014 organized all of that and we launched. So you launched in 2014 and under a little bit of hesitation, a friend actually pushed you into it. When you decided to actually launch, did you have all of the things that you needed? I mean, to run a mobile spa, firstly, you need to be mobile. And I I think seven years ago, it was still fairly new. Yes, completely fairly new. 
So um, when I initially started my mobile spa, uh, mind you, never mind, I never had a car. Mind you, never mind having a car. I didn't even have a license. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, just took the leap of faith anyway, you know, and be like, you know what? Yeah, let me just do it and let's see how far it goes. So uh, there were times where I had to borrow my mom or my dad's car. Uh, there were times when my brother had to drive me to appointments, cousins, friends, you know, escorting me because I didn't have a license. So, but eventually I sorted all of that out and that was, yeah, quite a challenge on its own. So, but then when I initially started leaving my job, I basically, I think, had like 12,000 rands in my account and... The only thing that I bought at the time, I think, was the bed. Because the nice thing about studying this course is that um, in your course, they include like um, a kit for you. You come with towels, you have your oils, you know, you have your basics that you can work with. So mm-hmm. I had those. So um, starting out the business, yes, uh, I did not have a lot of finances. Uh, and the finances that I had ran out very quickly. Uh, but uh, I managed. So, yeah. my, you know, I often ask, um, you know, youngsters that come out of um, college or university or if they've gone and studied courses. And I often, you know, there's, there's, there's different terminology now for certain courses. Um, you know, uh, there's now media studies, which is very different from... Um, you know, it's it's just giving you an understanding of how the media works, but it's got nothing yeah. to do really with, um, you know, doing anything in the media like journalism or, you know, any writing or anything. So yeah. when you went to go and study um, and you were learning how to do massages and how to do treatments and things, as part of that, did they teach you how to actually run a business? So luckily in our module, we had like a module, but uh, I must say like it was not stressed, you know, it was one of those modules that was nice to have. In all honesty, I feel like it wasn't taken as serious as at all. Maybe I personally did not take it as serious as I should have when it was given. And maybe at the time I wasn't ready for that module when it was given and my focus wasn't there. I am not sure. But Mm. yeah, because going into business, sure, I had to learn a lot of things while I was in business from other people around teaching me and learn a lot myself. So I don't know if I was not ready to receive that module or it was just not equipped enough or it did not equip me enough to be able to go into business. I do not know. When did you realize that? I mean, you know, after you started the business, I mean, where along the lines of starting up the business did you realize that you didn't have the business acumen to actually, you had the skills to you know, give treatments, but you didn't have the business acumen to run the business. Oh, my goodness. You know, I'm still not entirely confident even today, to be honest, actually, because I'm still learning so much. Um, so uh, I would say the first time I think I realized that I actually did not have a clue what I was doing. So I have somebody that I've dubbed my business coach, I wonder if she's listening, but anyway, uh, one time 
she called me into her office and she sat me down after looking at my price list. And she was like, Rhea, when you're formulating your prices, uh, you need to look at a few things. You need to look at your cost of your products. You need to look what you're paying yourself. You need to look at your rent. You need to look at this. So in my head, I'm sure she looked at my prices and she was like, there's no way that she's making money. Mm. <laughs> there's no way that she can be charging this and be running a business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she must have looked at that and she called me to her office and we had a meeting. And after that meeting, I must say, I went home and I sat down with my computer. I took my notes. I'm not good at taking notes, but anyway, I my mental notes. And I sat mm-hmm. down and I worked on all the pointers that she had given me. And I must say, ever since I started working on my finances and breaking down my product cost, how much, um, how much oil, you know, per treatment mm-hmm. or massage, uh, how much a pedicure actually breaks down cost and how much salaries you need to pay, the transport getting yeah. there, is it included in the treatment? Are you paying it extra? So, you know, all of that. So, um, And charging yeah. for your time. I find, you know, when I speak to young people getting into business and, you know, when I got into business many years ago, I never charged for my time. So I would break even on whatever I was doing. But, uh, you know, there was no there was no markup on the product and there was also no markup for me. There was no and you have to charge for your time. You do have to, but then you can only realize that when you actually sit down and start doing your Mm -hmm. finances and start noticing the gaps, because I was shocked. And ever since I started working down, you know, I've seen improvements because I'm able to close those gaps. You know, you're like, hey, hey, why why is the door open? Why is my Mm -hmm. money going there? Hey, hey, close. You know, come back here, you know, and like reposition and see how you can make it better. Am I undercharging or what's going on here? You know, try to level out, uh, yeah, the finances. <laughs> I mean, it's a simple thing as, I mean, especially in a, in a mobile spa, um, hmm. some people forget to allocate petrol, um, your yes. traveling costs. Um, yes. And then, you know, you forget to ask, um, you know, where you're situated so you can work out the kilometers going there, oh, coming back, the yes. time that it takes to go there. I mean, uh, surely you have got this down to a T. I mean, you're running now for seven years. <laughs> yeah, so, yes. So when I met up with, um, let's call her my business coach, <laughs> mm-hmm. it was, uh, yeah, it was three years into my business. And I must say that first three years, I can tell you, I don't know how many times my bank account ran at a zero. So after then, when I started sitting, then you could initially see a build up in improvement, you know, uh, to the point where I could now start also paying myself a salary. I think that's also uh, one big mistake that a mm-hmm. lot of people do going into business, you know, not paying yourself. Because then what lands up happening, hello, it's the end of the month, you don't have toiletries. Uh, okay, exactly. Ooh, there's this money in here in the pocket. Why not reach for it? You know, I mean, like it's easy access. There's no one stopping you from accessing your business money. So you need to pay yourself so there can be a separation. Then you'll start treating them different. So, yeah, you know, so once you add those things, then you start to really see an improvement. When did you start making a profit? Uh, I must say it was probably 
one that made me dance was probably like uh, when I did my final, like it was 2018. 2018. Sure. And the other weird thing is like when I compared 2019 to 2020, mm. they were running more or less the same. And this is 2020 without with us being unable to work for those four or five months that we were off in lockdown. So that as well I found surprising. Mm. Well, that's yeah. because, uh, you know, our movement has been restricted and our movement was very restricted uh you know during the hard lockdown mm-hmm. and once it slowly opened up i mean we're seeing this huge uh, uh you know boom in 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 online shopping and uh, yeah. you know other e-commerce platforms because um often uh, you know, in the South African market, in the South African context, we actually have never trusted these things as much. Now that we were forced yes. to because of the lockdown and, and restricted movement and social yes. distancing, we needed to look at this. But that's yeah. interesting. It is interesting, though, because, um, you know, it took a while before, like, your nail bars and your spas and things to reopen because there was very close contact involved. Yes. yes. But the strangest part I find about that is that, you know, when we are trained, we are trained to sanitize and clean and sterilize Mm -hmm. our working areas all the time. So uh, this sanitation and sterilization was not a new thing to us. It's something that if your beauty therapist is not doing, then she's missing a step. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it is essential. You were marked down in college if you did not do these things you know, uh, in a practical exam. So um, definitely it was something, but yeah, it had an impact on, I must say, on us all. Hey, sure. So did you do something differently in the way you spoke to your clients um, during COVID? Uh, I mean, we're still in it, but I'm I'm talking about 2020 um, because you said that you had um, a good year uh, despite the fact that it, it's been so tough and, you know, on everybody, the economy. Yeah. Were you doing something different in the way you spoke to them? Did you tell them about the, about the cleanliness, mm. the hygiene factor mm. that, you know, was instilled in you um, long mm. ago? Yeah. So um, this is now another element of the business that I realized. So uh, for the longest time, I was alone in my business. I was the therapist, I was the receptionist, I was uh, the financier, I was the social media person, I was, I was, I was everything. So um, the one thing that I did different when we came out of lockdown uh, is that I uh, asked for assistance. You know, uh, I have somebody now uh, who's doing reception for me and taking bookings. That is making a huge difference. Only because, remember, when I'm in treatments and I'm giving you a massage and you're daydreaming, you don't want to hear my phone ring Mm. and somebody wants to book an appointment. And unfortunately, sometimes I sit in these appointments for like two to four hours at a time. I can't get to my phone. Mm. And when I get to my phone, there's four or five missed calls. And by the time you return those missed calls, oh, yes, I was looking for a mobile spa, but I found one already. So, you know, making those adjustments and realizing that, you know what, clients want service now they want to be attended now 
so and you also uh need to be attentive to that yeah so i think that's the one thing that made a difference because then we were more available yeah absolutely yeah. i think that's so important and you know it's also about uh developing relationships with your clients um if yeah. they're used to you you know, somebody needs to be comfortable with you to, in order for them to allow you to, you know, touch your body, Definitely. touch your feet, touch your head, whatever it is. You're not just, mm-hmm. you know, you need to develop that kind of relationship. So you've weathered the storm. Um, you're still going strong seven years later. What's next for Ease Mobile Spa? So let me tell you about other things that I'm doing. So it is Ease Mobile Spa. So with Ease Mobile Spa, we offer massages, pedicure, manicures, Mm -hmm. uh, and waxing. So we are based in Pretoria, but we service Pretoria, Johannesburg, and the surrounding areas. We service individuals. We service intimate groups. And then we also did for corporate clients. So that was with the mobile spa started in 2014 that we I uh, just actually chatted all my <laughs> complications about. And then in 2016, I introduced a body scrub called Pedzi. So Pedzi is a body scrub made from orange sack. Growing up, I loved and I used to bath with this material. But it used to be the pain of my life when I used to watch it and how it looked sitting there in the bathtub. Um, this orange sack to exfoliate. So then I decided the one time that, hey, why not make this look like, you know, a much more, make it more functional, make it more easier to use. So then we came up with this body scrub called Katie. Then in 2021 right now, we're also venturing into a completely new different field. I have no clue about. I'm learning as I go. <laughs> I've just, yeah, <laughs> you know, ventured into distribution. Okay. Uh, I've got a, yeah, it's a foot product range. Mm. I mean, like, there's so many people in my profession that I see that have uh, toenail funguses, athletes' mm. feet, cracks on their feet, they have tissues, uh, dried feet. So uh, this product line, Imperial Feet, um, addresses all of those foot concerns. So I just got the product in and that is something else that we are venturing into. Well, I don't blame you. You do uh, need to learn that area of the business because it's a whole new area, distribution and, you know, servicing different markets and, um, you know, the logistics of that is quite complicated. Unfortunately, we've run out of time, but it was so great talking to you. Good luck with the business and well done on surviving COVID and the last seven years. We wish you all the luck in your future endeavors. Thank you so much for your time this evening. That was Ria Betswe Mafisa, founder of Ease Mobile Spa. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.